Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 84 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channeled holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So today I get the honor of sharing another one of my goddess friends. Elaine Gardner is a fabulous nutritionist I've met years ago and have danced with, have had a wonderful ball supporting and inspiring and loving of others. Um, her journey, I'm really excited to get to share with you because this has really been her stepping into her own power. And ooh, I get the chills as I say that. Welcome to the podcast, Elaine. <laughs> Thank you. It's so much fun to be here with you. Yay! Likewise. So uh, this may be the very first time that someone is getting to experience you or to meet you. And so please, if you could share with us, what do you do, but especially what are the three things that you are known for? So I have a thing about words and I don't like to box myself in, but from an understanding perspective or a communication perspective, it can be really hard to clearly provide those, those words that showcase what I do. But basically I hold a, um, a bachelor's degree in health sciences. I have a private clinical nutrition practice where I use muscle testing as a diagnostic tool to find out what's not working in the body. I design whole food, nutritional supplementation protocols, which help provide the raw materials the body needs to start functioning and then breaking down and repairing the way it should. I specialize in hormone balancing and digestive healing and total body wellness in my private clinical nutrition practice. And I also was, I, I've been doing that since 2004. And while I love the work and the customized work and the one-on-one -on -one work is really important, I was also providing lifestyle education for my clients because you can do miraculous things with whole food nutritional supplement protocols, but if you, people can override that. So if they have massive stress in their lives or they're eating really poorly or they're not getting enough sleep, it's not going to be enough to get them to the place that I want them to be. And so I try to support them in looking at their lifestyle and, and finding out what kind of things that they're, they're doing that are actually working against them. And then I realized just in looking at the world and meeting people and being out and about that so many people are struggling from health issues that are often preventable. And that just breaks my heart. So, so I, in 2004, I decided that I wanted to take that information and that passion about helping people understand and move out of that and into more of a public space, into the online world. So I started another business or a, a, a different part of my business, um, more based on education. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I created was actually a, a program all about the food supply because it's the most common and um, continuing conversation that I have with my private clients. And um, our food supply is really complicated and it's really difficult to navigate. So, and I had learned that myself. I also have a, a personal healing journey where I struggled for more than two decades of my life with significant health issues, starting at the age of 14. So mm. once I started to get well, I did all of those things for myself, looking at, okay, I never wanna go back to that place of misery. So how, how are my choices feeding into that? And how did I get into that situation? 
And it was a really long journey for me to actually figure out how to feed my body properly because that information, there's a ton of misinformation and it's not politically correct mm -hmm. to understand how to choose good food. So um, it was a long and arduous journey and with a lot of trial and error, some of which was incredibly painful from a physical perspective um, and wasted a lot of time and money. So I sat down two years ago and took all of that information, years and years of learning out of my brain and put it into a food program and, and created it, like broke it down step by step and um, into modules um, to make it really easy for people to actually find all that knowledge that was so hard for me to accumulate personally. Mm. Oh, that's fabulous. So that I can tell because like, oh my goddess, when you said just now about it's not politically correct. It's not. Uh, to know about our food so sourcing and to really have a, that empowered and that conscious of a relationship with the types of substances that we put in our body, right, to fuel ourselves. That really hit home um, for me. And I just have to honor you, uh, Elaine, for the amount of courage that it took um, to stay on that path, like to continue um, fighting for your health is what my mm -hmm. guides yeah. are telling me to say um, in particular. And you, you mentioned a few pivotal points in your journey. Um, one that was back in 2004, one that was uh, two years ago. I'm curious, like, what my guides are taking me to the one that was two years ago in particular. Was there something that, that really prompted you to sit down and put it all together into the course to make things easier? Like, what, what happened? Could you, like, actually take us yep, to the epiphany mm -hmm, that you had? Like, what, what made you decide, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm curious. Um, a few different things. One is that when you're in private practice, as beautiful as that connection and work is, you can only help so many people. And it's an hourly thing. So in order for me to help more people in that way, I could have very easily overextended myself and got myself back into a health mess which was, is not an option for me at this point in time. It's just, I'll never go back there and I'm too aware of it. Um, but also because I have a very systemized way of how I muscle test and design my protocols, but the lifestyle pieces that I'm sharing with my private clients is not systemized. It's whatever comes up in conversation or whatever my intuition is calling me to ask about. Um, and, and it's hard for me to keep track of what I'm actually sharing with them from visit to visit because I don't have it in a systemized way. So that was part of the reason why I sat down and was like, this all needs to come out of my head and I need to break it down and I need to put it step by step because also a lot of people, because the food supply is the way it is and the, the information is so difficult, a lot of people start and then don't feel a difference or get frustrated and then they just give up. And so that was another way to prevent that. Like when it's all in front of you and you can see how it goes and you learn how to, one of the big things that, it, that I think is, you, is definitely unique for my program is that I am encouraging people to listen to their own bodies. So we have this, the latest and greatest fad, the superfoods. This is the keto diet, the paleo diet. 
And some of those things are really fantastic, like feeding your body with superfoods is loaded with nutrition. It can be a really good choice. Or eating high quality meats and doing less grains, processed grains and things like that, like with paleo or keto, can be really great. But it may not be for your body. It may not work for you. And if you're out of touch with your body and you stop, and you, we, we, we've stopped connecting and listening to our bodies in general as a society. So I'm steering people back to that, looking for quality first and then listening to your body so you can actually feel how that is working for you and tweak it and adjust it until it's actually right for you. Amen, Sister Goddess. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes, the clarity. And what I, what I love the most about um, what you just said is how you're advocating for individual internal wisdom and presence. You know, how interesting. I, it, I was thinking as I was listening to you um, about uh, the conscious entrepreneurs that are listening in right now or maybe watching in right now as, as we're streaming, how I've, I've found in my interactions with them, we kind of have this pattern of what's new, what's next, um, what's the most effective, the shortcut, like it's, it's exciting that, how do you say, quick start yep. energy that we have um, as entrepreneurs. And we're trying our best to stay um, in alignment, um, having the highest vibes, the, the highest quality and giving at the highest levels. But at the same time, um, what can happen is that as we're looking for what's new, what's now, what's next, we're jumping outside of what's already enough within our own bodies, within our own energetic system, how our body knows exactly what she needs, how we're already enough. And I'm, I'm really fired up about what you're talking about right now, because this is really about personal empowerment and really stepping into that, that wisdom that yeah. we have. Yeah. And I think that you can apply that to almost every facet of your life. Like you take a business program and there's wonderful information in there, but some of it may not resonate with you or be right for where you're at or who you are or how you serve your audience. And if you just take it verbatim and try to spit it back out in the way that it's been taught to you, it may not work. So it's, it's the same, it's all the same concept, but I don't think from our health perspective, as again, as a society, we haven't been taught to listen to our own bodies, to be, to understand how our bodies work, to respect them. And so we just, you know, actually, we actually surrender our health to, to professionals to a large degree. And it's gotten into us, it's gotten us into a lot of trouble. And so I'm all about reclaiming that power. And I also think that we've been, our perspective is that our bodies are too complicated, which is part of the reason we've surrendered that care to everybody else, but they're really not as complicated. And just knowing like some basic physiology, like where your organs are and how they work and how you can provide for them is not as, it's not rocket science. Like it's, it's accessible to everybody. Mm -hmm. And it's important because it's the only physical vehicle you have to take you through life. And without addressing and caring for your body in many different aspects, you can't have the life that, that you could if you were, when you're paying attention to it. A hundred percent. And there must have been a moment though on your journey um, in, in cultivating your message and the confidence that the girl, you're on fire. I love it. <laughs> 
to to send out this energy. There must have been a moment, I'm curious, on your journey where you just got so sick of the medical system or so frustrated with the the journey of building a business that you could have thrown in the towel. Like I personally, oh, yeah. uh, before I started my business, I uh, used to be a medical billing and coding manager. So when yeah. we talk about seeing people hand over their health <laughs> to like a, a broken system, uh, had a painfully front row seat. And I'm curious, like for for yourself, as you were really fighting, not just now for your own health, but also for that of others, was there a point where you're just like, oh, I could throw in the towel, but uh, did you or did you choose not to? Like what what happened then? Yeah, I've actually had more than one of those moments. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when I started my private clinical nutrition practice, I was also working part time as a bookkeeper and I had two small children at home. Um, so it was it was a lot. And, and I had a very naive expectation that um, because I knew the power and the work that I was doing, once people started to see it, the word of mouth would spread very quickly. Um, and that took actually much, much longer than I anticipated and I was aware of. And that was, you know, a rookie mistake, of course. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So th for the first couple of years when I was just doing the business part time and I wasn't actively, you know, I wasn't doing a lot to get it out there. I was relying on that word of mouth type of thing. Um, I, I was actually it was it was a household expense for me to be maintaining my business. I wasn't making money off of it. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it came to a point where I was so tired with all the things that I was juggling that I almost closed down my practice. And actually, my husband stepped up and said, you need to put more effort into it and just stick with it. And that was a huge Yay. turning point because I actually did. And within a couple of years, I actually walked away from my part-time job because I was too busy. I couldn't juggle both anymore. So, yeah, that was definitely a turning point. Um, and now four years into my online business, um, I just keep, like I thought because I had already created a business that the second foray was gonna be so much easier and go so much faster. <laughs> and it's so different um, yeah. that that just hasn't panned out in that way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's been incredibly frustrating for me, but I just have that long-term vision. Like the part of the reason why I, I stayed with my first business is because I loved the work and I really wanted to help people. And it wasn't an option for me to give up. And I feel like the same is true. Like my, the purpose and the intention is there. And even though it, it, it takes more out of me and it's taking way longer than I would have hoped. Um, it's not an option to give up. It's, it's just not. So, you know, it's one of those things too. Like if I looked back at the end of my life, if I walked away from the business and then 30 years from now, I know that I would regret that. And there are mm -hmm. days when I, when I'm too tired to like, I like, what am I doing? You know, but, but yeah, it's just not an option. So I just keep I on going. Mm-hmm. And that is such an inspiration and especially because with, and you said it multiple times, um, giving up is not an option. Giving up is not an option. It's an inspiration to remember, am I living with purpose? Like, does my business have pull to it where it's pulling me forward? Not in an unhealthy way, but in a way that um, fuels my spirit like gives me energy to continue at it is this a worthy purpose or a worthy goal when i think of uh, listening and witnessing to you 
the, when I think of my previous positions before I held the business that I have now, it, it didn't have pull. It didn't feed my spirit in a way that like when I'm getting tired, it didn't make me want to come out of the bed. It was more, that was the reason why I was in the bed. <laughs> so, like I'm, tired, I'm so tired of working against the grain. But when we're in our, our path of our brilliance or when we're in our, our calling, there's this pull um, that, that the business has. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. And it's what I think about all the time. Like, so it's not, that's why it's not an option for me. It does. It doesn't, I don't have to like have set hours or find motivation to think about my business. It, it is me. It's who I am. It's just who, what I think about. And the business part is just how do I share what I'm always thinking about with other people and, and help them benefit from the wisdom that I've gained and the experience that I've had. Oh. And help protect it, you know, to help them protect their own health and their own life. Mm -hmm. That's why it's an oh. option because it's literally who I am. Yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And that, by the way, that definition of business is the juice, right? The, so this is who I am. The business is just how I share right. with people. Like, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, Oh, I'm, I'm rubbing that all over myself. That's right a perfect now. way to, to put it, right? The business yeah. is just the outward expression of it. Yeah. 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 Oh, and in an infinite way, like it reminds me of, I was just watching Simon Sinek talking about knowing what game we're in, in business. Are we playing a finite game where there's like an end and we win and it's over? Or are we playing an infinite game, one where the point is to stay in it, like sustainably? Right. And what you're talking about here is playing that infinite game and having the, the nourishment, the mindset, the energy, um, and the, the focus to stay on your path. I really yeah. One of the things that I love thinking about is, you know, we're, we're caught up in this culture of corporate greed and driven by profits and um, people go to work where they're just to earn a paycheck because it's what you need to do to survive. But what about if everybody had the opportunity to take who they are and what they're good at out into the world in that way? How incredibly different would our world be? Yes. Oh, chills. Oh, I'm so happy that I'm a part of that movement. You're a part of that movement. Yeah. And those oh, that an are honor. listening in as well. A hundred percent. You know, a lot of people ask you, people get caught. I don't watch TV or read newspapers because, because of the fear factor and the drama involved in that. And, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, um, you know, a lot of people will come into me and talk about how concerned they are about what's going on in the world. And, um, and I used to do that as well. And actually how I stay focused and motivated and excited is plant is being staying plugged into other people who are doing all these wonderful things, because this is what gives me hope. So it's the exact opposite of what's playing out in the media. Um, when you when you see all the good work that people do are doing in the work and how the heart centered entrepreneurs and businesses are shifting things. Um, it just gives me incredible hope for our future and um, it helps me stay on track and stay motivated. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And in fact, um, on that vein of staying plugged in and seeing what awesome, positive, conscious entrepreneurs are doing in the world, where can we go to celebrate you, goddess? 
So where can we go to um, love you up, celebrate, encourage you to stay on that path, and also um, really see some of the awesome tips that you've, you've shared and maybe even work with you? Where do we get to go to celebrate you? Yeah. So I have two websites. My private practice is Healing Journey MA, as in Massachusetts.com. Um, and I'd love to help anybody that's local or interested in coming up. Um, I, my online business is designyourhealthylife.com. And um, oh, I just, I'm just wrapping up a, a web design, web design project that has taken way too long. Woo! Um, with all kind of technical glitches and problems. And, um, but I, 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 I just love, 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 love my new website. Um, and I have a blog and then, um, so there's tons of free information there. I'm still building out a resource page or a shop page where people can find like my favorite things on Amazon, you know, super easy to find. Um, mm -hmm. I have a free report. So three ways to enhance your mood, energy, and focus. And that's available right there along with all of the um, free information that's in those blogs and stuff. So, um, and of course my contact information is there and, um, you know, I think that we've, we hesitate to reach out to people, you know, like they're over there and we're over here and we're stuck in our own little private struggles. But even if I don't have the answer to something, I love talking about my work and about in health. So I, anyone that has any kind of health issue or concern or question or, and, and I tell my clients too, there's no such thing as a silly question send me an email. If I don't know the answer or have a resource to direct you to, I can usually find something quickly to at least start the path to your journey. If it's something that I'm not sharing on my website, because um, it's really important. And, and we also have this um, compartmentalized shrunken concept that our health is just about our physical bodies, but our health is our whole life. And it's about mental and emotional health and and fun and businesses and what we do. And I try to be, I learned that the hard way through my journey and I try to be very all inclusive. So it's not just about eating right or looking at how you're taking care of your physical body. It's everything, they're all interconnected. So I'm happy to point you in the right direction, try to answer any anybody's questions in any way. Um, Cause we just don't have access to that. And, and I'm, I love to be that, that resource person. Mm -hmm. It's so much better together, this journey um in life it is so much better together and thank you for making a point to say that the how we can self-isolate um, yeah well and yeah. i found that in my journey where i was you know i felt i felt really isolated and alone when i made the commitment to figure out my health i had to figure it out on my own um and so i i try to be the resource that i wish that i had and that it just it, and that serves me because that's what i love to do and it lights me up and i feel good about being able to support people even if it's just pointing them in the direction that they need to go in yay i love it oh my goodness oh i love you so much and i am just so grateful getting to celebrate you and getting to hear even more of your story elaine like you've always been a wonderful wealth of wisdom and just tons of love. And I'm so happy to get to see that ah, it's only gotten better with time. <laughs> yeah. And you have such lovely energy. So it's so much fun to talk to you about it. You know, just, just the way that it lights you up and it connects with your purpose. And it just, you know, we, with interviews or things that like sharing about your work, sometimes it's very uh, professional or kind of sterile. Um, and that's not with you at all. So it's super fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd rather like the same way that you were saying before that um, taking that holistic approach, including fun, including health, including business and putting it all 
together. I believe that we are whole beings. Yeah. Um, and I delight, I really genuinely delight in getting to see um, wonderful, bright energy people such as yourself just share the light that they have. It, de it delights me. Your light delights me. Um, and so if I I'd rather not be dodgy about it or stuffy about it. <laughs> Yeah, I guess my best, I uh, my role is best as a celebrant. And so yeah. that's how I'm holding space for you here. So thank you for seeing that. <laughs> Yay, I love it. So thank you again for coming to the podcast, uh, Elaine, and just for sharing your wisdom. Oh, um, absolutely, my pleasure. Yay. And I'd love to turn it over to you, uh, our listeners right now. Thank you for listening in and getting to just raise consciousness around our relationship with our bodies, raise consciousness around um, moving forward mindfully as an entrepreneur and being in your purpose. Thank you for making the time to do that. You're worth it. You absolutely are worth it. And this world needs the light that you have shining bright and as clean and clear as possible. Um, if this is your first podcast episode, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button on iTunes and hit that five star review uh, and leave in the comments. What was your favorite takeaway? What was the thing that nourished you the most about hearing Elaine's story and really stepping into her power? And what, what about that inspired you um, on your path as an entrepreneur? So with that, this is where we'll end today's episode. And always please remember, enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Sending love.